Hey, what's going on, people? We are back. We're back. Episode number 16 of the No Sleep Startup Podcast. How you been? I've been pretty good. Uh, I took about two weeks off of recording. Um, did a little stand, did a week in L.A. That was fun. Um, just a stress reliever, you know. Got to get away from the office sometimes. And it's cool to be able to afford a life where you can do that. Went out to the desert. Went camp- camping with brother and some other people out there. And uh, stayed an extra day. Because uh, normally, you know, this is a biannual camping trip. We go on, and normally I fly in, we go to the desert that day, and then we get back, and then I leave that next morning. Well, this time I decided to stay a little bit longer so I can enjoy my time out there, you know. So, stayed an extra day, woke up extra early uh, that next day, took out the uh, Dodge Challenger, I think it was, and just rode. Just rode around, visited old friends. I used to live out in L.A. And man, it was great. It was really good. You know what? But this was like the first time I've been in L.A. as a business owner. And it was different. It was it was kind of strange. You know, out there I had a job. I worked corporate uh, for a media company. And... Uh, when you're in LA and you're just working like a job to afford like a lifestyle that you like or whatever, but you you have to be in that job every morning, you don't really get to take in what LA is about or what any city is about for that matter. And going back as a business owner with that business owner mindset, it was kind of cool, man. It was, it was, <laughs> it was weird. I was just looking around, I was looking at all these businesses that have, some been around for years, some have just popped up, you know, everybody out there is doing something, it's a good, vibrant atmosphere, you know, it's it's really uh, inspiring, but I couldn't help but think, and guys, oh man, I have so much content, I'm, I'm man, I have so much content for you guys, not this episode, but for like a lot of other episodes coming up. But I just got to thinking, how many of these people go into trying to make something happen and it actually happens and they're not ready for it? Now, I'm not talking about like the celebrities who do stupid stuff. You know, they get money and then they go buy a tiger or, (laughs) you know, they go buy like a Ducati, that's a motorcycle for you females, for you gals, and just blow their money, you know, and then, you know, next thing you know, they're working at H&M somewhere. But the people who go into it, and stuff works, and they don't know, like, what, what, where to go, what to do, how to capitalize, how to keep that momentum going, right? Then there are the people who are way overconfident, who just really think everything's going to work. And then when it works on like a smaller scale than they thought it would, they're disappointed and they move on. 
Whereas you have this one guy who's trying to get a hundred followers and he would die for something that that guy who over, you know, who over, uh, who, 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 who thought more was less, <laughs> he would die for what that guy got. So I was thinking today's topic would be, I'm going to just title it, Oh Crap, It Worked. Oh crap, it worked. Now what? I don't think I don't think enough times we're planning for success. Okay? And I think a lot of us when we're launching a new product or we're launching a new business or you know, you you're launching your new firm, you 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 break it down into phases, right? You're like phase 1, straight up, build me a website straight up, get my, you know, start blogging get my buzz up, <laughs> you know, and, and not thinking, not even planning, like, what if you made that one blog that blew the heck up, and now you're getting 10,000, 20,000 people to your site weekly, or daily, what then, did you plan for it, can you plan for it, that's a question, can you plan for immediate success, I know for sure you can you can hope for immediate success and then when you get marginal marginal success you know you're kind of like oh well didn't do as good as I thought that makes you a douchebag don't be that guy you know I'd much rather work with or be around the humble person who's killing it than the guy who's constantly like that's not enough that's not enough that's not enough now in this sense. <laughs> now, if I'm working with you on a project, be the that's not enough guy. But if you're just starting out and you're trying to start something for yourself and make a better, not a better life, but a better career or a better, you know, whatever for yourself, I'd rather work with that guy. Uh, nonetheless, how do you plan for it? You know? And, and I see a lot of people, when something great does happen, when you do start gaining momentum, people are starting to listen to you, read your stuff, inquire about what you're doing. You know, a lot of people start changing stuff. They start paying way more attention to the little things than they should. And from my experience, listen, if your growth happened organically, don't change what you're doing. Don't change it. You know, a lot of people will, I keep saying a lot of people, I don't say a lot of people, some people, when you, you know, you, you, you gain momentum and then that, that bubble bubble bursts and people start paying attention to you, you kind of halt, like you stop, you're like, okay, well, this is where, you know, I need to really look at what I'm doing and then you tear apart everything you've done. You tear it apart, you try to perfect the imperfect stuff that people are attracted to. Don't do that. Come on. Don't do that. Don't get so involved in what worked that you lose sight of what you were doing to make it work. Does that make sense? In my head, that makes sense. That makes total sense. And not to mention the people who start gaining traffic and their first thought is, how do I monetize this? 
how do I capitalize on this? Like, not capitalize. How do I monetize this? That was right. How do I make money off of this? Dude, listen. You've got a core base of people who are paying attention to your stuff. What are you thinking? You've been, hopefully, you've been providing value. You've been doing awesome stuff that makes you look like a rock star. You're not, you didn't charge people to see it. Why do you want to start charging people now? Why are you looking for ways to charge people now? Now, a lot of people do this. A lot of podcasters and designers and whatnot, they do it, and, so, and it works for some people. But there are negotiations behind the scenes that you're not seeing. There are smart moves made to know so that they know when and why and what to sell to their fan base, I'll say. Wait for your audience to tell you what they want, is what I'm getting at. Wait for them to ask you for things. Hey man, uh, what do you record with? Well, here's what I record with. Awesome, thanks. Oh, I could probably sell that mic. Let me reach out to the mic people. That'd be cool. Hey, what do you design with? Well, I use this uh, Adobe pad. I don't know. <laughs> I use this Adobe uh, notebook. And when I write it, it goes from my brain to the notebook. And then it goes to the internet. And then I should probably sell that. Yeah, you should. Probably should. Because it's your, your audience. But I see people starting off their business with affiliate links. You know what those are? Those are links from other companies who sell products, and if you sell it, you get a kickback from it. I see people launching blogs and websites with affiliate links, and I want to eat. I don't even want to eat a couch. I want... I just want to, I want to run somewhere and just, I want to force Gump it out of here. Run across 15 states. And then just say, I think I'll go home now. And then come, and then come home. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What make, what gives you the right to sell somebody something? Hmm? Has anybody asked you for this? Have you done the research? Do you know your target audience? Are you selling your audience merchandise that has your logo on it? Get out. Get out of here. I'm not just making this up. I've seen it. <laughs> I, I've seen it's It's crazy. Okay, let me get off of this, man. I could, whew, I could go on that forever. But I've seen it, and it needs to stop. If, you're, if your people came to you organically, keep doing what you're doing. Don't push products on them. Okay, don't push your agenda to monetize. Don't. It's off-putting. It's off-putting and it's like it's 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 iffy. It's gonna make people say, eh, I like when he was giving me free stuff. Free content and value. Now it's turned into this, you know, money grubbing platform. But here's something okay, so, so let's say your audience does ask you for stuff. You know, they won't necessarily say, what do you want? I want to buy it. Sell it to me, right? They're going to ask you about what you're doing. You know, here's something they could ask. They could, they could say, hey, I want to start an e-commerce site. You know, what do you suggest? Well, that's a perfect opportunity. There's a whole bunch of plugins that offer affiliate programs. You could say, listen, 
here are the uh, here's a list of the stuff I use for e-commerce. If you run an e-commerce site or whatever, if you know about it, listen, I'll give you this list. You know, if you wouldn't mind, I have affiliate links. If you're interested in that, like that'll give me a kickback, pays for my time, whatever. They'll be like, sure, man, you hooked me up. Thanks. I'll buy it through your link. Right? If you run a travel blog, you know, and people start asking, you know, what kind of bag is that? What kind of suitcases do you use? You know, reach out to some bag companies that you like. Right? What I'm saying is don't don't sell people just to get a check. Sell people stuff that's going to help them. That's going to advance their lifestyle, your lifestyle. Everybody's happy. Everybody's friends. <laughs> Right? We're not pushing our agenda to make money. Like, I'm, and I understand everybody's chasing a check. Right? If this, if this gets to a point where it starts making money and you hear me dropping little jewels of knowledge like, hey, try out Squarespace, which I never would do, but check out Squarespace. And, you know, visit squarespace.com slash no, no, no start. I'm not saying it. They're, they're not paying me yet. <laughs> I wouldn't do Squarespace, though. I'm a WordPress advocate. But, I mean, come on. Look, we're at over 3,000 listens, guys. That's freaking crazy. Do you know how crazy that is? I started doing this just for therapy. Now, my stuff's been listened to 3,000 times. That's awesome. Wouldn't it suck if this podcast started with an advertisement? I mean... For some, it'd be like, oh, cool, he's growing. That's awesome. I'm going to grow with him. But in my opinion, I'd be like, man, that sucks. Now i got to find the next new person who has some stuff to say. You know, it's like, it's like you have your favorite music artist, and then they quote-unquote sell out. And you're like, oh, man, I, I knew him when he was making YouTube videos in his barn. <laughs> right? That's how I was with Lil Wayne. I got my Lil Wayne album taken from me twice in sixth grade. Twice. Two times. That means I didn't learn the first time. <laughs> and then he blew up. And I was like, man, yo, you guys don't know about Lil Wayne. You guys don't know what I've been through with him. <laughs> and I started looking for other talent. Isn't that how it works? Let's not be the guy who's like, hey, guys, they, hey, I got, hey, <laughs> Hey guys, I, this got 500 listens. All right. Uh, visit store.mypodcast.com and buy some merch so I can keep doing this because if not, I can't keep doing it. Stop it. Just stop. Hey guys, hey, hey, uh, I know I'm doing your social media. If you would, put on, you know, buy these shirts and then take a picture of it, post it on, on Facebook. Come on. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Not you guys. Those guys are the worst, man. I get, mo I get monetizing, but are you monetizing for value, or are you monetizing because now you've, you have some people who listen to you? Because if it's the latter, go away from me. For real. Monetize if you're helping. Make money if you're selling something that helps. This might seem... I might... I'm repeating myself, but it's important. It's important. To me, at least. 
Maybe not to you. You might be like, how do I monetize? I need to make money. It comes organically, man. It does. And with a little bit of promotion. But it comes organically. I haven't promoted this thing at all. Only people I've shown this thing to are people who it might, or, or an episode where it might help somebody. That's it. Hey, you're, I hear what you're saying. I actually talked about it here if you want to listen to it. If not, that'd be cool. Right? That's what it's all about. Creating value. Creating content for yourself. Not saying, hey man, here's five minutes of this episode. Pay two ninety nine for the rest. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> People do it. It's ridiculous, man. But no, so I'm in I'm in LA and I'm looking at these like pop up companies and I'm just thinking how many of them knew they would be here this long? You know, like the 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 the, the one business in your town that's just there, and it's like the the one business in your town, and they're killing it. Do you think they came into it like, I hope this works, or did they plan for it working, or did they over plan for it, and then you know, or another company over plan for it, and then didn't meet their numbers and couldn't pay back their investors, and then they failed, like. There's a balance there that we have to... There's a tightrope, right? There's an emotional tightrope. Tightrope. Not type rope, because that's not a word. There's an emotional tightrope <laughs> that we have to balance on. Do you have too much confidence in yourself, or do you have a little less... Like, too, too little confidence in yourself? You really want it to succeed, but then you kind of don't... You're not ready for it to succeed. Have you been there? I sure have. For sure. So how do you monetize? I might have hit on this a few episodes ago. I can't remember. It's been two weeks. I've been all around the country, man. I haven't. I just went to LA and came back. But, hey, I <laughs> can't remember what I talked about. But, so how do you monetize? Okay, you reach out to like-minded vendors, right? If you, if you, uh, you're going to get questions from people, like, Hey, how do I host, you know, where do I host my website? Well, you go to Bluehost. Bluehost has this and that. Here's my affiliate link if you want to buy it. And because you've gained their trust and you've given enough value to somebody, they'll listen to you. They'll, they'll use it. Right? You got a blog about cats? Hmm? You're blogging about cats? That's cool. You thought I was going to say that's silly. That's cool. You got a blog about felines? Well, then you reach out to a feline accessory site where, you know, there's some lady named Maybell in, Dakota, in North Dakota, one of the Dakotas, and she, she makes stuff for cats. <laughs> you say, hey, Maybell, I got this killer blog, and it's about cats. And for, for whatever reason, I'm getting like 5,000 people every week to visit my site. I think we could both... You know, make some money off this. Let me sell your stuff. Give me a kickback. And I think my visitors will like it because half of the requests I get are for the, uh, I don't know, the uh, little ball that looks like a, the universe that the cat wore in Men in Black. <laughs> and you happen to make those, Maybell. And Maybell will be like, yeah, whatever. But that's, yeah, whatever. Her husband's like, who's that? She's like, I don't know. 
but you're selling the universe thing for the cats now and your customers or your audience loves it that's how you monetize you work with cool cat people for your cool cat website and you provide it to your cool kind of weird eccentric but cool audience right and here's and here's one more thing one more thing and then I'm going to I'm going to get off cuz I got a lot more content and I'm hyped up today I had a whole bunch of co- you know the the cold brew that they have at at uh coffee shops and it goes through like this back to the future thing of glass and it comes out <laughs> and that stuff is like nitro it's crazy anyways so listen one thing that you could do that's going to kind of cloud your vision on where you're going and how you're doing is is the data behind it. Oh, there's so much data. You can pay for premium. You can see more data. You can pay for the gold package. You can see even more data. You can see where the visitors dropped off. You can see where people are coming from, referrals. You can see all this stuff. But I feel like you can do it too early in the game, right? I feel like that puts a halt on people's progression. For instance, because we're on this platform, let's say you're making a podcast. Let's say you do one podcast, maybe two. Say you do one. Let's say you do one. You do one podcast and you work your ass off on it. You know, five hours in the editing room. You beta test it. (laughs) You beta test it. And then you put it out. And you wait. 12 hours. You promote it on Facebook, obviously, right? Send it to your friends. Hey, check this out. Work real hard on this. And you you wake up the next morning, you look at your stats, and you have eight listens. Dude. Don't do that. Don't do it. Because, why? We're creatives. We need validation. If we don't get it, then we don't progress. But if we don't look for it, we don't care because we're so busy with other things, right? So with mine, like you have to have a number. You have to have a number. You have to say, okay, I'm going to do, let's say, let's say you have a website, you're writing blogs. You have a, because we're on the topic, you have a cat website. You write 20 blogs on it. You spend three months writing 20 blogs on it. Put them all out. You know, don't stop. Don't keep watching the data and the analytics on each one as they go out. Just write. Do what makes you happy. You like writing about cats. You're not weird. You're kind of weird, but you're not... You're not... You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just keep doing what you love to do. And, the, and and when you get to 20, maybe look back and say, oh, wow. Like, like you have to set that number first, though. Say, I'm going to write... I'm going to do 20 of these... And then I'm going to look for social data, social data to tell me whether or not I'm wasting my time, right? Now, if you just love doing it, just do it. Who cares? But if you're a data junkie, you know, don't pay attention to each blog and see where people are dropping off and optimize your next one. Like, just do it. Have fun with it first. Because nothing's better than doing something you love doing and then making a, not a profit, but a, a following out of it, 
right? So set that number. Whether you're designing mock-ups, I'm going to do 15 mock-ups. I'm going to put them on Behance. And then, you know, I'm going to go on with life. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to wait three weeks. I'm going to come back and see how they're doing. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the people who over-obsess who end up halting their progress. Progression. Oh, I wish it was progress because that would have run. Over-obsess, over progress. Over. I have a t-shirt number in the store for that. Don't over-progress. Don't over-obsess, progress. <laughs> I don't have a store, guys. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm hyped. I'm really hyped to be back right now. And I'm talking about, oh, crap, it worked. Oh, crap, it worked. What now? So just like in the previous website where I say you have to plan for the exit, you know, you have to plan for your plan not working. The same way. You have to plan for your for. for your thing not succeeding. But you also have to kind of in the back of your mind spend like 5% on, well, if it works, here are the people I'm going to reach out to for help. Because they know that area, right? I always thought, I always think about this. Like when new artists come up, you know, when they've they've been on SoundCloud or wherever and they're making music and then they get like a killer song, six, seven million listens. And then the next thing you know, they're on tour and then they're on Jimmy Fallon and then there are all these places. I I was always the one who thought, who did they talk to to get them there? Because legit, they were in their room making music, and then three months later, they're on Jimmy Fallon. Right? Like, how did that, how did that transition happen? Well, obviously, people reach out to them. And they're like, let me manage you. Or, I, you know, I've managed these artists. Let me manage you. Here's my fee, blah, blah, blah. And they say, okay, cool. And then they do it. And then they pay the, the people. And then six, seven months down the line, hopefully they're still, they're still around. Right? So think of it from that perspective. What if you already knew where to go once you, re once you, once you reach a certain point? I think that research is important. Just, just to have it. Write it down, put it in a in a uh, on a Trello board, put it on Evergreen or Evernote, keep it there, just in case, right? I have a list. I have a list of people I want to reach out to once I hit a certain amount of, you know, money. <laughs> once I get into a certain bra bracket, I have a list of people I want to reach out to. Hey, let's have dinner, because now I know I can relate to that person. They can relate to me. But right now. You know, I'm not there yet. That'd be cool for you to do. If you're a designer, write up a list of your top five designers who you want to go be friends with. You always watch them on YouTube or you, you follow them on Behance and Instagram. And you're like, man, I just want to work with that guy. What if you did some stuff that got you to that guy's level? Right? Have it written down. Daydream, guys, is what I'm saying. Daydream. When I meet this guy, here's what I'm going to say. Right? Here's what I'm, what I'm going to tell him. Oh, you inspire me. Let's do work together. I had a, a project idea about, you know, on this. I don't know. I'm just saying plan so you're not saying, oh, crap. So you're not saying, uh, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't expect for this, you know. And obviously, if you do get there, don't act like you did expect it to blow up. You didn't know. You had no clue. Sit down. Be humble. <laughs> right? Anyways, I hope you got something 
out of this. I'm so happy to be back at it. I didn't know how much I would miss it. This is episode 16. We're going to keep the ball rolling. Oh, uh, we're getting closer to No start or no Sleep Startup Hustle Night, where we're going to make our company. We're going to do it, not overnight, we're going to do it in 48 hours. Everything's going to be filmed. We've got some interesting people who are a part of it. I can't wait to start telling you guys names so you can check them out. Man, these guys are pros. Um, that's coming up very soon. I think we're going to do it in Vegas. I don't know. That'd be cool. But not like the Bellagio, like a Motel 8, because it's centrally located. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm glad to be back. I got so much more content for you. If you like this episode, listen to the next one. That'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool too. Talk to you guys next time.